I know it's only game one for the Sixers, but Cousin Tony and Cousin Oz are partying like it's 1999, baby. Now listen up. There are 16 cities out there with thoughts of a Larry O'Brien championship trophy bouncing around in their heads. And the city of Philadelphia is one of them. Hands are being clapped. Feet are being stomped. And all the Philly fans across the world are standing up and cheering for the team who's on the run. The number one team of the year, our very own Philadelphia 76ers. We talking Maxi. We talking Tobias. We talking the beard. And we definitely talking the process. The true MVP. Joe Well and B, baby. Love it or hate it, we coming. One down, 15 more to go. Get excited. Now this is a card show, but we are fans first. And the cards you collect usually are an extension of your fandom. That's why when you look at these cards, it transports you to a time when all you cared about was your favorite player or your favorite team. Nostalgia is a hell of a drug, and in this hobby, we are all addicts. So here it is, your weekly hobby fix from the dealers you know and trust. Hey, yo, Tone, take it away, cuz. All right, all right. Cousin Tone, Cousin Odds, back together again. Just got back off a of vacation. Feeling good, feeling refreshed. I'm good to go, brother. What about you? Yeah, you got that little tan going. Yes, sir. So, you know I mean? But uh, no, everything is good, brother. Everything is good. I hit up a show while you were away. So, yeah, I'm jealous. <laughs> we can talk about that. And it's weird because the, um, I mean, we could, you were, uh, you were over the border, so yes. we could just, you know, say that. And But the card game still continues. You know, I, mean, I was like, yo, Oz, you know, this is happening, that's happening. You're like, yo, let me know, let me know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the fun, the funny thing is, you know, once, once I got off the plane, my wife is like, listen, you know, if I see your ass on that phone texting Tony, we're going to have problems. You know, this vacation is for us to get back together, rekindle, because, you know, we got our daughters and we've been planning weddings and you working, you know, crazy hours and all kinds of stuff. So this is our time. I'm like, babe, once I get off the goddamn plane, I said, I'm not worried about the hobby. I'm not worried about Tony. Don't don't worry about it. That that did not happen, Tony. I think I talked to you more on vacation than I did. did right I think so. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're right. So, but it was nice keeping you up to date on, on all hobby happenings. Oh yeah, and, and I, I needed it. I needed it, even though you know. And I and I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, we had a great vacation. Mexico was awesome. You know, for anybody, shh, telling you, all inclusives can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. I felt like I was just eating and drinking the whole damn time. Must have gained like twenty pounds, dude. I made sure I made it to the gym a couple times because it, it was like, whoo, I was feeling bloated. As hell, not not only from the food, but but the drinks too, because I was getting them fruity drinks. Oh and, God! Uh, yeah, you know, I, I didn't want to get you know, <laughs> I didn't want to get plastered, so I was just like, you know, let me just chill. So you know, a couple pina coladas, Bahama Mamas, blah blah blah, sex on the beach type shits. Sorry, um, but yeah, it was it was cool, it was fun. 
Um, but yeah, back to business, brother. We, we, we're going to do a, a nice episode today. Um, I want to talk about hobby goals. You know, what, what we want to do with our collections tone. Um, obviously, we, we've come a long way from, from where we started, especially you. Uh, you know, when we start, we had no clue what we were really doing, no real direction. We just know, you know, we liked a couple players and, you know, let's get a couple of their cards and see what happens. Check out what's going on on uh, social media, see what we can do, you know, on Google, you know, just, just playing it by ear, but, but with real no sense of direction. Um, so now that we've been in the game for a little bit, obviously been talking to people um, that have crazy collections and that have experience, obviously. Um, we want to go ahead and talk about how we've come full circle from when we started as newbies in the hobby. Yeah. And then we, I don't know that we're, we're pros yet because this thing is ever evolving. But um, the one thing I do want to do is, is shout out Rob Gerard, sports card therapist, because he, he uh, a few months back, he had a little thing called, you know, your collecting pyramid. Mm hmm. And, you know, when you write stuff down, it kind of gives you a sense of direction. I know I need it. It helps me out. And, you know, seeing it on paper helps me, okay, focus in on this. Just complete task one before you move to number two. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll do one, two, seven, 34, six, <laughs> that type of stuff. And that was me in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And now it's been a complete 180. And just big shout out to him for putting that out there. And, and you know, I, I use it. And I know he got a lot of feedback from people that were, you know, had their pyramids as well. So, you know, big yeah. shouts to him on that. Yeah. No, definitely Rob, you know, Rob's doing his thing. And he's always constantly, not only with, you know, his therapist point of view, but just, you know, bringing those gems as far as the hobby is concerned. Shout out cousin Rob. So, yeah, getting back to the pyramid. I mean, when you first started Tone, like you said, we, we, we both were, we're kind of going all different directions. We all, you know, we, we got in, we were both excited. I was in for a little bit more, you know, longer than you were. And so when you came on board, I was kind of like the sensei and you were asking me all types of things and we were just going nuts, just trying to figure out, okay, what's going to be best. And, Oh, look at this, look at that. You know, Oh, this sounds pretty good over here. What about this market? What about, and it, it, it was like every day, you know, every five seconds we were changing what we were, were, were trying to do. You know, we had our mainstays, but we were just trying to, you know, get our fingers and, and, and hands in, in every type of uh, market possible just so we wouldn't miss out on anything. Because at that point in time, it, it was, you know, it was going crazy. So every, everything was going up and it was just that FOMO, baby, getting back to that, 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 that was always there. So we, we kind of had that no real, you know, compass or se sense of direction there. So now that things have cooled down, you know, what when it comes to that pyramid okay what what are you looking at now as far as the top of your pyramid and then you know working your way down what what do you got going on so the top of my pyramid is vintage um mainly because for me i see it as safe not a hundred percent you know there's nothing that's a hundred percent but if you look at a vintage card pick anybody for the most part you're going to see slow steady growth and it's tough to find foolproof things in the hobby, but that's about as close as you're going to get. So, you know, that's, that's, it's twofold for me, vintage. And then I'll talk about, you know, who I'm collecting in vintage. Cause that, it, you know, ties into that. 
Mm-hmm. But um, and then I have it, I have mine broken down. You know, it's three parts. It's vintage and then some 90s stuff because that, you know, those are my that was my prime. Right, right. <laughs> so we all you know, we all remember those days, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So we all kind of want to go, you know, relive those days. Um, and then the third part of it is alternative stuff. Okay. You know, a little bit of wrestling cards, some video game cards, stuff like that. That um, and we'll get into you know what I do with those cards, but mm-hmm. basically it's vintage 90s and some alternative stuff. So what do you got? It's kind of funny. Um, so you your pyramid where it starts and my pyramid where it's almost upside down, um, completely, you know, inverted. So when I came into the game, you know, I said before I wanted to collect the Jordans, obviously couldn't do that. So then I chose to make my PC, you know, Iverson. So now it was doing my due diligence on Iverson, Iverson seeing what his, uh, his grails were or, you know, best cards starting with his rookie cards and going on. And, and at that point in time, Iverson coming in, you know, 96, 97, that was the start of the whole, you know, metal universe, the precious metal gems, all, you know, that, that particular set of cards from the Fleer skybox that, I mean, to be honest, that's the cream of the crop, you know, there, there's sets out there, you know, you have obviously your 86 Fleer and, you know, when it comes to basketball, that most consider is like one of the best, but when it comes to, you know, these nineties inserts, these 90s grails, not the, you know, quote unquote, junk wax or, you know, nostalgia wax, but the hidden gems is what they are. You know, they're precious metal gems, but they're hidden gems that were in these sets that, I mean, today they're the, the prices, even, you know, with the slowdown in the market, I mean, they're still demanding, you know, big bucks. And, you know, I'm thinking maybe I can get into some of these, you know, a red PMG, a green PMG is like a, it's a, it's a dream. You know, it's one of those hobby goals um, that I have for an Iverson. But those prices, man, it's, <laughs> you know, you, you see those in, you know, Nat Turner's collection. You know, people have them. It's like, wow, you know, a, a red and a green. Like, we're lucky to see if we can maybe get, grab a, a, you know, a Michael Finley or, right. you know, some, you know, uh, Mike Jaminski, you know, so, <laughs> you know, some some scrub that we could get, you know, just our hands and just to see and physically touch a red and oh my god a green precious right. metal gem that's that's kind of like bro that's that's the grail i don't care who it is just to get one of those cards i would love to just have one in my hand just you know you don't want to touch it because they're so sensitive you know they, they they chip easily and you know to even get one graded it's like they're you know they grade anywhere between a four and a six psa is real tough on right. them for you know for whatever reason but you know they're they're so sensitive but I would just love, man, if I could just have one, touch it, feel it, look at it, you know, see it shine. Maybe one day, yeah. maybe one day. So, but that that's what I came in, started. So my, my top of the pyramid was, you know, Iverson, his grails, the 90s inserts. And, you know, even, you know, working my way up because he has cards, you know, from 96 on up, bro, to, to today. You know, you can get into the flawless and all the, you know, the national treasures, or you got the prism golds, you know, so like, dude, you know what I mean? It's like so many Iverson cars that you can choose from. So, and when I talked about it before, like my whole eBay, it's like, it's just, you know, PSA 10 Iverson, whatever pops up, I'm looking back. So then, you know, working my way down now, 
I'm kind of like getting into that vintage fever now too, you know, so where I was strictly going with the Irison in the nineties. Now I'm kind of revamping and looking, you know, I've always appreciated the cards, but it was just like, to me, it was always, I wouldn't say unattainable, but like, I'm just one where if I'm going to go into a market, I want to make sure that that card that I'm purchasing, it's the right card. And it's not, I'm not just going to buy raw or I'm just not going to buy the card just to have the card. I'm not completing sets. I want to pick the the right player. I want to pick the the right grade and try to get the, you know, the best possible grade in that particular card. So I kind of like, it was almost like a, you know, internal struggle, right. 90s inserts, vintage and it's always been there you know like my vintage you know not necessarily was was baseball you know I always had the Clementes on my mind but mm-hmm. you know the basketballs the the Wilt Chamberlains you know the Bill Russells uh you know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar shoot even Dr. J you know what I mean Dr. Right. J was the big one so you kind of like came in here and swooped in and got all these <laughs> cards which we'll get into so now to kind of like you know put the put the fire in my ass like dude you gotta make a move tony's over here you know <laughs> swooping up all the cards that you were dreaming about and he has them so it's like so you kind of gave me the impetus to to move into that uh you know vintage direction which you know i applaud you and you know you've taken it and you you've become really serious about it um and you've been doing your homework so that has kind of like i said that's influenced me you know and not giving up on what I'm doing with Iverson, but, you know, branching off. And, you know, you talked about alternative. I'm talking about alternative as well as part of my, uh, my period, but not pyramid, but not so much, um, you know, wrestlers. I'm looking more like celebrities, you know, people like Michael Jackson, uh, you know, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, or even actors, you know, just, you know, off the wall type people that, when I grew up, you know, if, if it's a particular actor or, you know, particular singer that I really enjoyed, you know, getting an autograph from them, you know, from, from, an, you know, a recognized set and going ahead and doing it that way. And as well as not just uh, celebrities, but even like moving into the toy market as well. You know, we talked about with Lowe's the Collector, our other cousin, you know, so there, there's just a lot of branches when it comes to alternative markets, but that's what I'm looking at. So that's where I'm at with that. You got a lot of branches going. <laughs> yeah. 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 I but, mean, like I, I filled up, you know, like I said, my Iverson, I got a ton. If you look onto my, my Instagram, you can see, you know, I, I, I branched out pretty much with Iverson. So now I'm moving into those uh, different, yeah. different, you know. Yeah. And it, it sounds like a lot, but I mean, you have, you know, you're, you're pretty diligent in, in, in how you go about it. So it's, it's nice to see that um, we talk about it. It's just the evolution of the collector. At some point, you're going to hit with Iverson. You don't have everything because it's probably impossible to get everything. No. But at some point, you're going to get near that, near the, you know, that finish line. And it's with the hobby now, boom, I can go this way and start all over again, mm-hmm. you know, and build from there. And you you got that toy thing going. So uh, that ought to be interesting to see how that, how that evolves. Yeah. And, you know, and I have, you know, like we talk about, Los, who you know, Carlos, we're gonna have our other cousin, we're gonna have him on soon. Um, and his toy collection is just you, you haven't seen it in person, right? No, no, just pictures, yeah, uh, yeah, it yeah. pictures do not do it justice, you know what I mean? Like, I thought 
you know, with my collection, little my little Irison collection, ooh, you know, I'm, I'm badass. Yeah. I walk into this dude's, you know, upstairs. He pretty much <laughs> has a whole upstairs, you know, that he used to to store all his uh collect his collection of toys. And it, it's just you walk into these rooms and you're like, you know, draw draw dropping because it just brings you back. It's like going into a DeLorean and taking you back in the time. Yeah. And you really feel when you walk through those doors, it's almost like I'm converting from a, you know, a 47 year old to like my 10 year old self, you know, and we're, we're back, you know, when we're little kids and we're just talking about, and we're feeling the toys, you know, we're looking, I'm like, damn, I never seen that. What's that? Who's that? You know what I mean? <laughs> even, you know, toys that I've never even knew existed. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah that, that was part of this, this, and I'm like, Holy crap. And then he's like, yo, well, let, let's go downstairs into my basement. Let me show you my other stuff. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? So, Sheesh. you know, seeing that, Again, you know, you you got me with the vintage, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lowe's with the toys. You know, I'm, woo, it's, it's a lot. And the thing is, we talked about before, keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. And earlier odds, you probably would have just started going crazy and just buying this, that, and whatever, just just because. Yep. But, you know, we've evolved. Now it's like, all right, let me just chill. Look, see what's going on. Learn first. That's education is so big. Yeah, I mean, otherwise you're going to buy a bunch of G.I. Joes or He-Man and, <laughs> and at first you're going to think it's cool. And in two weeks from now, you could care less about them and, and they're useless and, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. So and toy, toys are very similar to to the card market, you know, and it, it always boils down to, you know, you have all the things that were popular but then there was those things that people really didn't collect. And we, <laughs> I was telling Tony earlier, you know, being in Mexico, my cousin Carlos was like, yo, when you go down there, you know, just, just ask around, just see, because um, there's these He-Men that were bootleg versions. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, they're, they're Mexican He-Men. What they did is they stole the molds. They, you know, <laughs> took them down, smuggled them into Mexico. And, you know, they made bootleg He-Mans. So it'd be similar He-Mans with the, you know, the same face, but then the bodies mm-hmm. might be a little bit different or it might be the same body in the same face, you know, from the mold. But then, you know, the boots, instead of being brown, might be, you know, black or a different, you know, shade. And then, you know, the trunks might be different and the body might be different. So they kind of like a bootleg He-Man. Now right. all these, the thing is, you know, they only made so many. And to get them back into the States. So we, we, you know, when we went to this attorney of dreams, the dude had about three or four of them. So we're the same, you know, He-Man from that, you know, uh, an original He-Man would be going for a particular price. These were going for like $1,500, $2,000, you know, like crazy. And I was just like, who the hell wants a bootleg He-Man? He's like, well, you know, <laughs> it's just like same yeah. thing with the cards. It's always those cards that nobody was thinking about, you know, when the prism came out in 2012 nobody was really you know it didn't come it was something different but everybody's like yeah i guess this is cool but right. now it's an iconic set you know like everybody wants to collect the you know the silver prisms and that's become a, a staple in the hobby so it, it's it, you know toys and and, and cars are, are similar in those aspects um but you know talk to me what you've been doing as far as you know how we we talked about how instead of trying to just open up our wallets and spending 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 you know we we've tried to not only educate ourselves but you know we've been patient in you know acquiring this merchandise so what have you done or how have you been funding your hobby in order to get you know those vintage 
beasts that you have right now? <laughs> yeah. So the, and I remember back when a few episodes back where I talked about, I'm not in this to flip. I'm in this to collect stuff like that. Sometimes. And I learned now that something, not that you have to, but it almost, it's, it's almost a hobby hack or, or just a, an easy, not an, I don't want to say an easy pass, but a quicker path to get to maybe the car that you do want. If you buy, okay, for example, I have I bought you know these wrestlers. And when I say these wrestlers, I'm talking about the Tops Chrome. Um, there's a an insert set called Five Timers Club, which is Chrome. It, it's it's you know it's shiny, it's numbered, and all the crap that everybody goes crazy about. Mm-hmm. Well, for whatever reason, you know, with the new prison release of wrestling well before that though there was the hype that started up with these cards mm-hmm. and so i was like i'm listening to other shows and things like that or people who are you know i feel are more experienced in the hobby and they're talking about these cards so i was like mm, okay let me pick up two or three and just hold on to them and my all of a sudden you know these things go crazy and I put up a couple on eBay and they go and they sell well. And I'm like, okay, so am I going to turn around now and, and buy more wrestlers? No. Now I'm going to buy what I want to buy mm-hmm. that I'm going to sit on where I didn't have to come out of my pocket. And I was able to make some profit on those cards and just take that and put it into a card that I'm just going to now put away. And if I can rinse, repeat, recycle that all the time, that'd be great. It's not a perfect process, but. Right. Dude, that's gotten me. I'm up to now five Roberto Clemente cards. You know, mm-hmm. and, and my goal with that is just to build his playing uh, his playing years. So mm-hmm. 55 to 72, with 73 being his last quote unquote card. You know, although 73 wasn't a playing year, but mm-hmm. that's so that's what I'm doing right now with that. Nice, nice. And as well as the uh, the Clementes, you know, you've been picking up, uh, you know, random rookies in basketball so let's <laughs> let's get let's get into those like i said where i'm kind of like damn this dude's you know sniping me in these these <laughs> these you know my my grails my 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 guys that i was like man i gotta get me this guy this guy this guy those are my guys you know when i'm ready and here tony you know six months in snagging them all so so what do you, what do you got you're like pokemon over here just grabbing them all. yeah yeah nah well the thing is um so i i picked up the dr j and mm-hmm. that was at um <clears throat> The recent the most recent philly show now i mean it's not a high grade it's um i believe it's an sgc4 mm-hmm. but um you know it's decent eye appeal and maybe that you know i can upgrade from there but yeah. i felt that i got a good deal on the card and again like dude i love buying at card shows it's just to me talking to the dealers and, and and not so much like trying to scam people or something like that. Cause it's just, mm-hmm. just, just that interaction. And, and sometimes it, it helps just get you a better deal on eBay. You don't know what's going on. You don't know who's on the other end of those computers. You know, it, it could be yeah. one guy with an auction and then he's got 10 of his buddies just, you know, it, it happens like, you know, yeah. let's not turn it a blind eye to, you know, it, it does happen. But what, what, what do you, what do you mean? It ha- what, what? <laughs> <laughs> show bidding <laughs> so yeah so i mean you know it's uh <laughs> yeah went to that yeah so um and so uh for me 
it it's shows number one to buy cards because you can get I, I feel that's the best play or or, or even like online, like in, in Instagram, Facebook, stuff like that. But um, even that I'm a little sometimes sketchy because you never know. You know, I mean, card gets, quote unquote, lost in the mail, stuff like that. Yeah. So um, anybody listening who if you ever do buy like that and you've never done it before, use PayPal goods and services. It'll, you know, kind of protect you. If stuff goes missing, you tend to kind of get your money back. Yeah. Um, speak, speak about that real quick, too, because there's a lot of people trying to avoid, you know, the goods and services. So what would somebody, you know, what would be a red flag if, you know, you, you're going through somebody's, uh, you know, paid and making a sale and you, you go ahead and you want to go ahead and purchase it? What would be red flags for you? Yeah, for me, the first red flag is if you don't know this person you know, from a hole in the wall and they tell you to pay them friends and family, mm-hmm. you know, and for those who don't know how PayPal works, you know, friends and family, there's no fee. You know, I, if I send you $50, you get $50. You know, there's no, you know, where goods and services, there's a bit of a transaction fee that mm-hmm. PayPal takes out. But with that comes the protection of, you know, you get a buyer's protection basically what it's, you know, So is it true with, with the, uh, like if somebody would do friends and family, does the IRS see those transactions or is it only through goods and services? Cause I know a lot of people are trying to avoid, you know, the IRS getting into their, you know, their money. Yeah. So, um, from what I've seen and learned once though, you know, if I'm sending you 10 K on a Monday, friends and family, and then I'm sending in again, next week and you know repeat repeat that eventually those kind of numbers are going to somebody's going to you know be like whoa what's going on here mm-hmm. and um i know of a couple of people who have gotten emails saying you know these these amounts are a little concerning you, you have know? some generous uh family generous friends yeah yeah i guess you have to spin <laughs> it that way so you know i i, I don't know but and they just really getting like <laughs> yeah they like yeah they like you um, and just getting back to the red flags too, you know, um, Venmo cash app, stuff like that. There's no mm-hmm. protection. I mean, like you, you're just sending money and that guy on Instagram could sound cool and he's so nice. And he does, you know, you don't know, you don't, you don't know him. You don't know her. You know yeah. I mean, like you don't. So just PayPal goods and services, man. And sometimes if guys don't want to take it, then you know what, more often than not, that car can be found somewhere else at some point in time. So just, you know, just sit back, take a deep breath. Don't get excited. There are other cards to be had. So just, you know, pump the brakes a little bit, but so, you know, uh, getting back to the rookie things Mm -hmm. is, you know, I have the Dr. J. So that's nice. And again, learning from, quote maybe my mistakes or whatever but i recently made a trade four for one i gave four cards for one four cards i wasn't really attached to mm-hmm. and you know i got i received back uh 61 fleer wilt chamberlain rookie hmm. all so, right so go go away we can't just gloss over <laughs> you got a wilt chamberlain rookie card sorry so first of all yeah. give me a description of the card and then give me a description of what you did to acquire this card. It's kind of a weird photo of Wilt, but I mean, he's just like looking at, you know, dead on to the camera and he's got the filler Jersey. It's kind of the top is red. 
and yeah. it has a white border all the way around. Mine is pretty decently centered. The top the top border is thin, but um, it's a Wilt rookie. So uh, you, know, you, you know what's funny, Tone? It's like you think Wilt Chamberlain, and for some reason, like when I think Wilt, I just I, I he's almost like to me like this mythic. Mm-hmm. Type dude, and I always forget. Like this dude played for the Sixers, man. You right. know what I mean? It's like you, you kind of forget the pantheon when it comes to like that dude was there before Dr. J, before Charles Barkley, before Allen Iverson, and now you know the real MVP, Joel Embiid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, you you kind of you kind of forget that you know Wilt was part of the Philadelphia you know family, which is you know kind of crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's a big part. I mean, as yeah. he, and it's just it. You're right. It, it's almost, I guess, because when, I mean, we think Sixers right away, it goes right to the '80s stuff. Yes. So you're not really, we're not, we're just maybe too young to to think about that. But as you go through the history of the franchise, he's the dude. That he he's that dude. You know what I mean, so yeah. and then too, you know the you know he went to the Lakers. Yeah, and you know. It's like, it, again, it, it goes back to like I always talk about where I kind of like the stepchild when it comes to like these these bigger markets like the New York or the, right. the Los Angeles. When, you know, when it comes to basketball, like, you, you know, you think about the Lakers, you think about the Knicks, you know, you think and, you know, the Sixers, you know, when the Boston Celtics and the Lakers, you know, they were going back and forth, Magic and Bird. But everybody forgets, you know, those early 80s with with Dr. J and Moses Malone, Maurice Cheeks. You know, when we won that that title, you know, we yeah. were always there going back and forth with Boston. And it, it's like it gets lost in the sauce a lot of times. Yeah. 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 And, and it's just like I said, it's we when you know, the Sixers are mentioned, all that old 50, 60 stuff gets gets, you know, it's like it's like it never happened. But it's a big part of it's a big part of the league history, too. But I mean, yeah. to get that card, man, I'm like, now I'm just sitting on it. I'm like, wow, bro. It's like, when yeah. you talk about like uh, keeping up with the Joneses and, and, and the FOMO and then the, the jealousy, like I'm like, I'm feeling all that when I look at that card and I, I seen you grab it. I was like, what? What, what did you do? Yeah. So you got, OK, so what were the cards then that you traded um, to, to, to get this card? Yeah, it was a and, um, and, and not only how, you know, which card, but like like how did this all go down like who were you talking to what did you work out like how did that all come about yeah so um big shouts to my guy signed and slabbed on uh on ig um it was uh he had his as as always you know guys put up story sales and things like that so and this goes back to what i talked about it's all it all ties in with the protection like you know because I, again i don't know this guy mm-hmm. but he puts up a uh, a story sale and the Chamberlain rookies there. I'm like, wow. And again, like I'm on this vintage kick where I'm like, it's funny how like new shiny cars, they, I could care less about them right now. They just don't do anything for me. So he puts this up. Of course, I ask, hey, what, you know, what's the asking price? He tells me the asking price. I said, hey, you, you know, are you up for trades? Because quite frankly, I don't have that kind of money in my pocket right now. Mm-hmm. He said, sure i mean whatever you know whatever you know just send me what you have and so okay and i looked up the value of the card so in my head i have a number i'm like okay so i gotta come up with at least you know get close to that number i'll probably have to make up a difference a little bit of a difference in cash 
that's kind of how it goes. So I dig into my <laughs> stash of cards and I had a, I'm sad to say, you know, cause I'm like this card, I was supposed to give it to you, but you just drug your feet, but uh, <laughs> dragging my feet. <laughs> You're gonna get rid of it. <laughs> there was a uh, there was an Allen Iverson card in there. Nice little uh, insert card, and um, uh, it was a Jordan Olympic, a Tom Brady refractor, and Jackie Robinson fifty six Jackie Robinson. So nice. I shot him the pictures, and you know a deal is good when the person doesn't like hit you back right like. I should say hit you back in the sense of like, bah, no, when you yeah. hear, let me think about it. Or, wow, that's a very nice or fair offer. Mm-hmm. Again, like I don't really BS. I mean, it is what it is. Sometimes I might overpay or over trade, whatever. Like this is just what it's worth to me. And, and here's my best offer. It's I rarely like, you know, like, uh, let me see if I can get over or whatever. And I was like, yo, here. And I like, that's a big boy card to me. Will Chamberlain that's rookie. A, bro, that's you a- I mean? That's a big boy card to anybody. Yeah. So I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> jerk this dude around, waste his time. I'm like, here's, yeah. you know, what I have. And, you know, within an hour, we had a deal done. You know, we had to be able to make up a little bit of of, uh, of the gap in cash. And uh, mm-hmm. that was fine. That was a lot better than coming out the whole thing. And, you know, talk about. You know, because a lot of people they 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 forget. You know, the the cards that you have they can be used as equity. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to. And and a lot of times, yo, I, I've been hearing a lot of these guys talk like they'll put their their grails up on say IG or or you know whatever you know particular social media, and they'll put not for sale, but that doesn't necessarily mean not for trade. Correct. You know what I mean? So they'll be willing. They don't want the cash. But if you have, say, a Chamberlain and then, you know, he puts it up there. Now you come along, you happen to have a Chamberlain as well, maybe a, an autograph one from later years or whatever, not necessarily the rookie that he might not have. But you're interested in getting that, you know, that rookie card. So now that you can listen, I know you don't have for sale, but would you be interested in the trade? Well, yeah. What do you got? You know, and so it's very important, man. You, you know, you, you got those tools and it, it comes with practice. Those are things that you learn. It's and it's acquired, um, you know, and, it, you know, you, you learn as you go. Um, but, you know, you're kind of ahead of the game, you know, when it comes to that, when it comes to trading and stuff like that. Like even it, it, I, I know with you, even when it comes to like fantasy football, you're like a trading guru where me like me. I'm just like more like the drafting guy. You know, I like, you know, I'm just uh, you yeah. know, like I'd rather do it on my own than, you know, trading here and then regretting it later where you, you'll just jump right in and offer this, this, and this, and then get this, but I'm like, well, who the hell's doing these trades with you? And how did you get that done? And da, 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 da. But that's what you're good at. And so you're able to, you know, use those skills that you've been using, you know, over the years in our fantasy football. Now you're just going ahead and transitioning and doing it right now with the cards. That's you know? exactly what I do. Like yeah. that's where I get my trade my that's where I get my fantasy trade fix in the off season. Like th- yeah. that's exactly what I do, and like, dude, I sometimes I love more the negotiation of the thing than I might never get a trade done. But just talking and going through it all, like I just I like it. It's just it's almost yeah. It's that's my fan. I get my fantasy fix through that. Yeah, and, and I could like to me, I'm like more of the the drafter. You're like I'm more like the guy. You know, like we're in this. Uh, 
you know, the dynasty league. So it's kind of like you're, you're and we've been in how, how long we've been in this dynasty league now? How many years? Oh, it's going on 10, I think. Yeah, the, commish, the, com, the commercial, uh, he's listening, so he'll correct us <laughs> on that. I'm sorry, Kamish, yeah. I, I, he caught me off guard. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Tony got this beast of a squad. And meanwhile, you know, every year goes along, my, my, my team keeps deteriorating because I'm just not, like I said, I'm not when it comes to uh, trading. I'm just, I got to work at it. Now, if you get me, you know, in a, in a regular league, now what do they call those? As a, a uh, redraft. Yeah, redraft. You get me in a redraft league, I'm constantly in the, you know, in the Super Bowl. Right. Like that's just just bang, I can do it. But you know, the dynasty, it's a whole different animal. It's like you gotta, you know, you gotta think like a GM. And like I said, you've taken those skills that you've been, you know, utilizing in the dynasty, and now you're just kicking ass over here. And you know, I'm 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 jealous, bro. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> man. I'm jealous, but I'm I'm happy for you at the same point, you know. And like I said, and and it's and that's the thing, you know, when we when I started this whole thing and I was looking for a partner, you know, like I came, I was like, you know what, I got a bunch of cousins, you know, they're they all have their strong suits. And I said, but if I'm gonna get into this and get into this series, I want to get into somebody that I know has that mentality that's gonna, you know, help me, like where my deficiencies are you know, he can help me there and what his deficiencies are. I can help him right. there and we can come together and form, a, you know, a pretty, pretty nasty team and, and do some damage in this hobby together. And, you know, like I said, you were the first person that came to mind and I was like, damn, you know, so you finally, like you said, I was, I was chasing you, chasing you, chasing you. If you finally broke down <laughs> and, you know, and here we are. And, but I mean, dude, you're doing your thing. And I, I, I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, and I think, I think that, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head there that we, um, we just kind of like yin and yang and, and everybody does. I mean, I shouldn't say to everybody, but it, if, if you don't have a hobby buddy, get one, find one. Cause yes. when you're out there by yourself swimming, you know, like Oz, we talked right before we started recording, um, you know, he's just, you're out in the middle of the ocean, you're just spinning around and, and, and it's, you're, you're kind of lost. So if you don't have one, reach out. <laughs> we'll, we, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We don't, again, we don't profess to know everything. Mm -hmm. um, and we're learning day by day. But if you have someone to, to bounce ideas off of, sometimes uh, I'll hit Oz. He's like, mm, I don't know about that. And I'm like, okay, I, I didn't think about that angle. Let me just step back and look again. So just having somebody to bounce ideas off of, it's, 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 it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that got back to, you know, the episode that we were talking about. Um, just being able to have that as part of your hobby experience, because, you know, if you're by yourself and you feel like you said, you're swimming out in this ocean, you're all alone, you're surrounded by sharks, <laughs> which the yeah. hobby can, can be, you, you can tend to, to form a, a negative opinion. And then you start seeing all these crazy things going on, the show bidding, you know, celebrities coming in, looking like they're just, you know, trying to do a money grab. And, and then you just, it, it just creates a whole negative mindset. And then you stop losing focus on what you're in. And if you, you know, once you start doing that, you know, the hobby just doesn't become fun. You know, it just becomes a source of negativity and you're never going to be happy. So it's, it, it really is key. You know, the hobby is the people. Thank you, John Newman. It really <laughs> is. Because without the people, you know, getting together and, and you're, you're able to share those, those, those experiences, you know, like-minded people, you know, it, it just, 
one, it gets boring. Two, it gets negative. And three, it's just like, eh, you know, this isn't really for me. So having that buddy, keeping you motivated, you know, it really, it really is key to unlocking, you know, the, the, the true hobby experience. Yeah. I think if I was collecting by myself, I probably would have flamed out by now just because I, I know I would have got bored. I was like, I don't even have nobody to share my, my yeah. wins or my losses with. You know what I mean? It's like, eh. Dude, that, yo, because I'm here in my basement hiding my stuff. You know what I mean? Because I can't have my wife see it. Because if she looks at, you know, well, what's this? Why is that? What you spent what? <laughs> you know, so no, I, you know, so I'm here just hiding my stuff and sharing it with my daughter, you know, which is cool, but that can only go so far. You know, she's 10 years old. So it's like, mm -hmm. I needed more of a stimulation <clears throat> and then you know you coming on board that just kind of took it i mean dude i mean look at us we're, we're freaking <laughs> on a goddamn podcast talking yeah. you know which is which is insane but yeah um you know it just takes it to a whole nother level and you just appreciate it so much more and again it doesn't come to like you know you don't pressure me i don't pressure you you know we respect each other obviously you know this this hobby it costs money you know what i mean it's not not you could just come out of, you know get shit for free it just it doesn't work right. that way you got to spend some money to make money um but you got to be smart about it and that's where you know bouncing off ideas and not going crazy and and trying to keep up with the joneses you know you have those you know Again, you can surround yourself by people with people that do that, and then you can get yourself in trouble. So when you're, you know, choosing your wolf pack, you want to be, you know, making sure that the person that you're getting, you know, you know, your advice from isn't somebody that's either got bad intent or just doesn't have the right, you know, is not on the same right. mindset with you, and they may have more money than you, you know, so they're on a whole different level. And if you come in, you know, brand new. You're just a regular Joe Schmo with the regular job. And this dude, you know, you just hit him up on right. IG and you're like, oh, this guy, he's my buddy. But this guy, you know, <laughs> he's messing around with $500,000 cards <laughs> and, you know, you're lucky to get a $150 card. You know, it's, it's yeah. just a, it's a, it's a whole different gap. You know what I mean? That sometimes it, it's, it, it's cool to know people like that and, and to, you know, mess around in that space, but you can't, you know, sometimes you just, you get in over your head and then, Next thing you know, you know, God forbid, you know, you've racked up all this, you know, debt trying to impress this person. And again, that's not what you want to do. So, and that's, um, oh, a shout out to Kevin Cormier. I hope I said his last name right. He kind of touched on something like you said, like that, where, uh, people post, Hey man, thanks for the great deal. You know, the, the card was a sixty thousand dollar card. <laughs> you know, of course, you know if you're if you're swimming in that kind of dough and and yeah, and, and you're buying every, a car for thirty k, everything's a good buy. Yeah, right? every every deal's gonna run smooth if you got five hundred k to mess yeah, around with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, shout out, yeah, you know, shout out to him for for yeah. yeah for for putting that out there because it's true, man. Just perspective. And hey, hey, if hey, that's cool, man. You got it, you got it. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Man, but um, you know, just little bit of perspective on on that point but <laughs> dude but real quick i want to touch back on my on my clemente pc it's coming along i'm like i have i, I told you the other day i said i think i'm an official clemente pc person now yeah so, yeah but um yeah i got five i got five of the uh, you know, i got five of the cards mm -hmm. and still waiting on getting on that rookie that's it's uh <laughs> wow. that's a bit of a, a big boy 
and you we'll know, see, you, you know. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's the grail. That's that's the one, yeah. you know, that'd be like, you know, me trying to get into a, a red or a green PMG. It's not just going to happen, you know, yeah. a, a Viverson overnight. You know, that's something you got to work your way up to unless, of course, you're one of those dudes with 500K just doing your thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, us, yeah. That, that's that's not the case. So, yeah, man, I mean, as far as the Clementes are concerned, you know, you're doing your thing. Um, we were just talking earlier too. you know, shout out to Bruce, you know, from Raw Mints. You know, he he got started early, you know, with with his grandfather and, you know, gave him some, you know, Clementes and he that's his PC. And he was talking about it on the last episode. And, you know, he I, I believe he was saying he, he just needs a couple more to complete, you know, the whole, you know, Clemente as far as cars and, and i don't know if he has all, all of them but he has you know pretty many so yeah. you know, shout out to bruce um and again those guys are great carlos and bruce so if you know check them out on raw mints they have a lot of great content um but yeah man you're doing your thing brother as far as the 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 vintage is concerned with the clementes you know with the dr j's and you know the will chamberlains you know I'm and just, that's all i got I got 10 cards. <laughs> those are so, 10 yeah. bangers, bro. Those yeah, are 10 yeah. bangers. You know what I mean? You can't go wrong with Clemente. You can't go yeah. wrong with a, you know, a Wilt rookie and a Dr. J rookie. Like, shit. Right. You know, like, I'm kicking myself in the ass. Like, damn. Woo. That, that, yeah, that. no. Yeah, I, I hear you. You know, it's um, sometimes quantity over quality. Or, or or say quality over quantity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what the hell we meant. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's late at night, you know. It's, uh, <laughs> we're recording it, to, and it's already tomorrow. But um, <laughs> but no, yeah. And it's um, it's nice to to sometimes condense the collection and just you know kind of like you said get get those bangers. Now I will say I went to a show, and and again, it's my show pet peeve. <laughs> I mean, I I can't get over it. I'll keep banging this drum until i change it if you're behind the table take the time look up say hello how are you i mean get your head out of your phone you might sell some cars yeah i went to i went to a smaller show you know and, and maybe there was i don't know let's just say 50 tables mm-hmm. and 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 the first four or five dealers i hit you know they're just head down and stuff like that and come on man just now the thing is i mean they're not just young guys and right? no right and these are i was about to say and they're not if it's a if it's a kid 13 12 13 14 i understand you're, you're shy mm-hmm. and, and and somebody like that hey i'll i'll initiate what's yeah, up buddy how you break, doing dude yeah exactly but if it's an adult come on man <laughs> just say hi <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to sell me on anything just no be like, hey what's up how you doing that's it yeah Pretty just good. give me that yeah yeah you know, you know. You know, but, okay, are you interested in anything? No, I'm just looking. Okay, I got the just looking special right here for you. you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, crack yeah. a joke, break the ice, and yo, know, a couple of words, and you'd be amazed at what you could do and, mm-hmm. and, and how you can, you know, change that that either a serious face or a frown that that uh, customer has into a smile. And once you get them smiling and laughing, bro, you know, even if you don't get the sale, trust me, your day is going to be better because you had that conversation. You might be talking about something that you're both interested in. You could, you know, you might've just found the buddy, but to just sit there with your phone, it's almost like, ah, man, I wish I was somewhere else. Like, (laughs) but you paid to be there. (laughs) Like, why would you come and set up a table? Like you're acting like, you know, there's no big deal. If it's no big deal. Cool. Give me those cards and you can bounce. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's switch. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take them off your hands. No problem. Yeah, for sure, man. But yeah, just like, oh, come on, man. Just just say hello. <laughs> but oh, yeah, hey, dude. you know, it is what it is. And and again, 
maybe one day that the the shiny stuff will, will will ring my bell. But for now, I walk in and and more often than not, everybody's case looks the same. And but it's just cool though because I mean people are buying that. Yeah. So there's not there's nothing wrong with that. Some of that stuff may one day be million dollar cards. Because mm-hmm. right now it's not for me. But that's the stuff that moves, Tony. You know, that's the yeah. liquid stuff, especially the newer, you know, the rookies or the second years or the Lucas and even the Zions still selling. You know what I mean? Because, shoot, you see Zion warming up, you know, Pelicans are are, are making a, a play. They could, you know, get into the playoffs. Like, um, so it, it's, are they, wait, wait, so right now in the West, are they in or is it? At time of recording, no, they um they got to play. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Don't I'm not a thousand percent sure because I was half asleep watching that the other day. Right, right. But um, I believe so. But yes, I believe know. they got to they got to win the next game, the playing game, to be the eighth seed. And if that's the case, you know, there's there's rumblings, you know, little little people talking about, yeah. hey, you know, baby Zion might be back. Yo, <laughs> and if this dude would come back. And they make, you know, they don't have to win the first round, but just, you know, I see you roll right. your eyes, but I'm just right, saying. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bro. If you would come back and have a couple, you know, 20, 30 point games, even in the losing, you know, they're like, oh, you want to talk about Zion hype, bro? All them cats <laughs> have been sitting on them dudes. Who we is going to get crazy for a second, you know? So I'm just saying, if you ever had an inclination to get a Zion, get it right now, get it before. You know, yeah. homeboy decides to step on that court because if he does and he's productive, any just a, a little bit, 15 points, whatever, looks good for, you know, 20 minutes. His cards are going to go talk about going to the moon because, do yeah. yo, these dealers, people that have that have been sitting on them for these couple years, they're just chomping at the bit to get rid of these cards, man. Yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> they're like, oh, please take them. But those maybe that's a we, we often talk about a, a calculated risk you know you don't have to go deep and get a national treasures you know just maybe like i did with the with these wrestling cards i didn't i didn't break the bank mm-hmm. and and just kind of just looking for the right ones those numbered ones and and the shiny serial numbered ones <laughs> yeah yeah so you know and it and it kind of worked out and and it it funded stuff that i i'm going to keep in my collection or hope to upgrade those cards you know these clementes maybe you know my goal is to try to get as much as i can in in at least an eight a psa eight mm-hmm. and some of them i've gotten sixes and sevens um and and again uh, you know with vintage it's all about that eye appeal sometimes a six looks a lot better than a nine yeah you know? yeah there have been mean? a couple of times where i've, I've been it looking depends. at some PSA sixes and then looks good and then i'll see a psa 5 that just blows it away when it comes to like just you know the centering now it might it might mm-hmm. be you might be able to see oh look at this crease here or look at this but when it comes to just like you said that that eye appeal first thing you look at when it comes to vintage is, is right away you're just looking at that centering and then it goes to you know everything right. else and you can get those cards just to to you know, there's going to be where, you know I mean? These cars are old. It's just sure. the way it is. And and if you were to find one in pristine condition, then you got to question, is this real? Cause you know, you know right. there's only so and, many out there. Yeah. And, and those cards, believe it or not, are pretty liquid too. Yes. A lot of people move stuff every day. I see it every day. People move in vintage. So it, it, it's, it's just as liquid as, as you know, some of the newer stuff It's just, you got to open your mind to that. You know what I mean, yeah. so not, 
Yeah. Yeah. When in that market, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, cause you, you got your vintage collectors, so it just right. There, there's a there's a market for everything. You know, even you know the shiny stuff or getting back to the the vintage. You know, you just got to know how to operate in those markets and and know what people are looking for. Um, you know, so whether you just want to be a casual hobbyist or you want to go full fledged and 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 get a bunch of inventory and become you know, a super dealer going up and down, you know, the coast or going across country and just setting up everywhere in your mom and, you know, whatever floats your boat, however you're going to do it, just be the best at it, man. And it just comes with being prepared, doing your research and again, getting with people, like-minded individuals that you can bounce ideas off of to make sure you're not getting out of hand and uh, getting yourself into trouble. <laughs> yeah yeah like i said if you if you don't have a hobby buddy and you need one reach on out man hit us up on ig oh yeah uh, yeah and we'll we'll gladly uh, it's just it's just us two right now and i mean well we have uh you know the commission got out, the Mr. irish irish flyers collector out there yeah, commission is uh, my man he's a big yeah. big big hockey huge hockey <laughs> Yeah. I don't know a damn thing about hockey. I mean, I, I know some things about hockey, but you know what I mean? It, it, this this guy's been collecting since he's a kid and he's always been a collector tone, right? He like, like, yeah, we started talking about it and all of a sudden he's like, Hey, I got all kinds of stuff, you know, in the basement or at dad's house and things like mm -hmm. that. And now, you know, you're, you're digging them out and you never know what you have. And, yeah. and now the commish, he's, uh, he's, he's doing his thing all over ig got his page going he just hit over 100 followers you know what i mean so it's just like, i'm just doing my stuff people are following me like, yeah that's how it works bro just you know keep posting like talk about content he got content content for days and he's well well past what i'm doing on ig and he's like doing videos and i'm like Shh, bro do your thing do your thing yeah man it's nice to see that that evolution man but um so in closing, man, just um, just hit everybody up with what you're doing as far as your uh, not so much your collection, but just kind of where you're at in the hobby and mm -hmm. just like my main thing right now, right now, it's, uh, you know, if, if I haven't said it before, I'm preparing for a wedding. So my oldest daughter, she's getting married and, uh, you know, being the the father of the bride, unfortunately, the responsibility of the wedding falls on myself and my wife <laughs> which uh um, okay cool we'll do that <laughs> are, are you gonna set up a table at the um at the reception you should you know with, with your <laughs> the, the, the fun the, yeah the fun. yeah the fun the fun the whole thing you, you should set yeah. up yeah i should i should <laughs> but that's been you know the primary for the last uh you know year once we found out what was going on and you know they got engaged and then they right away want to get married so and then the responsibility fell on us. So a lot of my hobby money has been getting funneled into the uh, wedding fund. So I've been kind of like, that's been another reason for me to, you know, calm down and chill as far as what I've been doing, just little pickups here and there, but nothing, you know, major serious. Um, but once, uh, you know, we got the the national coming up, we got our show that we got, you know, coming, when, when's our show? It's uh, I believe is the first Sunday of in June is be at the Fishtown uh, uh, Fishtown Card Show at the Rivers Casino in Philadelphia. So. Right. So that's that's before the national. 
Um, so that'll be right around the time that I believe the Sixers might be game six of the finals, ready to hoist up that that trophy, possibly. Something um, like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, maybe I might be able to sell my MBs at that time at, you know, full book. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one can only hope. Yeah, well, you know, that that that's a wet dream of all wet dreams. <laughs> Um, you know, maybe one day to be able to see an NBA championship. Uh, but, you know, before we before I get into any further, I just want to put this on record. Joel Embiid had an unbelievable year. And even if he doesn't win MVP, he had an MVP type season. And, you know, shout out to Jokic. Jokic did his thing as well. I'm not gonna take anything away from him. You know, it's the running joke that, you know, I hate Jokic or I can't stand Jokic. <laughs> I don't, it's not the I respect Jokic to the fullest, what he's doing. You know, it, it's amazing. I just think, you know, he got his he got his flowers last year. He got his MVP. And to me, okay, he got a couple, you know, more stats that, you know, that whole two thousand points and so many rebounds, so many assists. Okay, cool, you know. But Joel setting records as well as the most 40 and 10 games that ever been done. He just won the scoring title. You know, he led the Sixers to basically a second, you know, place tie. You know, Boston and Milwaukee both had the same same record. Um, So, you know, Joel, it's almost like if he doesn't get the MVP this year, what the hell does this guy have to do? You know what I mean? Does this guy have to like walk on water and you know what I mean? Be able to fly to 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 be able to because if he doesn't win it this year, bro, I I don't see him ever winning it unless we were to get you know go seventy two and ten, you know, like the a Bulls run. Because yeah. it's like, damn, bro, like what what, what do you want him to average fifty and and twenty five? Well, if he's not the league's MVP, he's at least going to be the people's MVP. So, oh yeah, there you go. Definitely the, <laughs> the mailman's MVP. The people's mailman's MVP. <laughs> but uh yes, sir. So yeah, getting back to yeah, so I you know, I've been uh chilling in the weeds, laying back in the weeds, watching Tony do his thing, chomping at the bit, you know, waiting to, to make a move. But you know, between the show, um I'm 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 just uh I'm I'm not stacking slabs, I'm stacking stacks of loot. You know, <laughs> stacking cool. that loot. And, you know, just getting ready, you know, where the uh, national is going to be in our backyard right there in AC. I mean, I hear, you know, a lot of people, a lot of influencers, a lot of people on a podcast talking about, I don't know if we're going to make it to the national. And I'm like, man, don't give me that. Do not give me that. <laughs> if you're yeah, about it, you're about it. About it, about it, baby. You know what I mean, what last year? Because it was all fun and dandy and brandy, you know, brand new and shiny. Everybody, you know, and now a year later, hmm, I don't know, logistical nightmare. I don't know. Nah, listen, bro. This is the national. This is our Super Bowl. If you are an influencer out there and you got people that listen to you weekly, I need to see your ass. I want to see you. <laughs> I'm calling you out. I want to see you at the national. I want to give you a pound. We won't even shake hands because of the whole COVID thing still. Bang. I'll give you a nice pound. Be like, listen, bro, I listen to you religiously. I've been looking forward to seeing you. I want to see all these people, all these influencers. I want to see them at the national. Stop playing. Stop playing. Let's get it. Oz is going to go crazy at the national. The wedding's going to be over. I got my, you know, my, my, my loot. I'm going to make some moves. Tony and I are going to make some moves. So I better see my peoples there. 
Are you going to be in uniform? I damn right. You know what? I'm going to be in my USPS United States <laughs> Postal Service uniform. All right. And it's going to be hot as hell. So I'm going to be nice, tight shorts, nice, tight shirt. You know what I mean? I might have with my high black socks with my high black socks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> A nice cousins collectibles emblem on my back. Yo, we're going to get this. It's going to look, you, you're going to know who cousin Oz is, but I better, I better see your ass. If I've been listening to you this long, don't don't play me now. All of a sudden, it's Atlantic City, and you 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 can't make you know, you, you live mid you know, in the Midwest, and it's it's just too much. Can't do it. Jesus, you're crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> Damn right, I'm crazy. But that's what makes cousin Oz cousin Oz, baby. All right. No, but seriously, you know, I, I that I'm really looking forward to. You know, I know Rob's gonna be there. Rob's got a table. Rob Gerard, sports car therapist. Shout out. You know, I know Emil, Emil was talking about going there, right? Yeah, I think he's trying to trying to figure that out. So. Yeah, you know, hopefully Emil, and he's in San Antonio. So there's people from the West Coast coming. Come on, people. <laughs> let's get it. Let's but, get uh, it. Yes, sir. So with that, man, let's uh, let's get out of here. And again, thank you, everybody, for listening. We got um, a couple cool interviews coming up. So definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, buddy. But uh, hey, again, everybody, you know, um, thank you again. You can check us out on IG at cousins underscore collectibles. You got hit Oz at Oz the People's Mailman. Uh, you can hit me at Scrambling12, although I kind of use like, the Cousins Collectibles account a lot more. Um, other than that, I forget anything. Nah, you good, brother. You did your thing. You know, just just uh, when you listen to us, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Get us a, a nice review on there. Nice little five. Talk about how we good, you know, just uh, that we're providing knowledge and that, you know, we're 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 worthy of a listen, you know. So just just spread the word, spread the, the cousins collectibles, you know, the word, the gospel. We, we're just trying to honestly, we're trying to not only educate, but we're trying to entertain. Hopefully, you know, the two of us, we don't come across as uh, two boring individuals, but that we, you know, provide the knowledge and provide a little fun. Yes, sir. With that said, peace out. Peace. Hey, man. Um, I know I got a little hyped up there at the end of the episode. You know, the juices were flowing. Uh Listen, if I offended anybody or if I ruffled any feathers, I, I, I really, truly, I just wanted to say uh, this is hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Not sorry. I'm doubling down. I better see your ass in AC. I'm calling out all the influencers, man. Listen, the hobby is the people. Ain't that right, Cousin John? And since we're all family, the national is the hobby's family reunion. Bro, man, check it out. Life is too short. We're here one day, we're gone the next. So while you're here, you might as well make the most of it. When it's all said and done, all you have is your family and the memories that you've created with them. It's never too late to be the best you you can be. You never know who's listening, and you never know who's watching. So make it happen, man. Once again, thank you to all the listeners, and thank you for all the feedback. Cousin Tony and I love all you guys. Never hesitate to hit us up. We sincerely appreciate all the support. So make sure you check us out on IG at Cousins underscore Collectibles. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And make sure you give us a review. And as always, keep focused, keep positive, 
and keep collecting. Hey, yo, Tone, bring the beat back.